Welcome to the Career Ready Podcast. Learn about resumes, cover letters, LinkedIn, interviewing, and all things you need to be career ready with the Career Service Center at College of DuPage. I'm one of your hosts, Pierre Michaels. In today's bonus episode, I'm going to interview Michelle Malik to better understand her story. Thanks for being here, Michelle. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you here. <laughs> so, Michelle, to get things started, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot. You knew this was coming. I did. <laughs> uh, but I want to hear your elevator pitch. And because the elevator pitch is always so situational, let's give it some context here. This is your personal elevator pitch. What do you want people to know about you on a personal level? Sure. So my name is Michelle. I'm an introverted horror movie fan who has a cat named Penny. (laughs) Um, I love listening to rock music, going to concerts, and I consider myself an elder emo. (laughs) I also have a passion for learning, whether it's about um, personal development or a new hobby like disc golf. I'm also a part of a disc golf league after work, too. So that's been really fun. And the last thing you should know about me is I'm a kind soul. Well, I confirm that. (laughs) Definitely a kind soul. And the elder emo. Okay. Like, I have an idea of what this is. Right. But can you just elaborate on that? Sure. Um, So basically, an elder emo is someone who still listens to emo music as they've gotten older. So when I was a little 14-year-old kid, I would listen to emo music all the time. And it's just something that's a part of me still. (laughs) So are you listening to modern or like sticking with? just the classics when you were 14 what's going on here no i go back to the past (laughs) so yep i just listened to the used yellow card i'm trying to think of emo bands right now hawthorne heights like all of those classic emo bands (laughs) elder emo right here first time i've ever heard of it (laughs) hello (laughs) all right so let's change pace all right so you're not going to be talking about being an elder emo here (laughs) let's hear your professional elevator pitch. If you want to give it a little context, a little setting, go for it. But you as a professional. Sure. So hi, my name is Michelle Malik, and I'm a career services specialist in the Career Services Center at the College of DuPage with over four years experience in higher education. Within my role at the college, I've really been able to utilize my attention to detail and my problem solving skills to provide quality service to all students and clients. Additionally, I've had experience working at a crisis hotline, and that has taught me how to handle high-pressure situations, as I've really had to respond to emergencies in a mo- within a moment's notice. And I look forward to an opportunity to share more about who I am and my experiences and how I can support your needs at your company. And it sounds like you have a lot of different stories you could be telling. Mm-hmm. We won't go into those, but <laughs> it sounds like... Uh, you know, you've been exposed to quite a bit and crisis hotlines and things like that, you know, different stories that you can uh, be drawing from. Again, won't ask you to share anything, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you've got a few. Oh, yeah. it's It was a very interesting time. I've heard a lot of, well, I've had a lot of caller. well, a lot of callers called in and yes, very intense stories, but it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you could draw from it, call it wonderful, even if it was a little challenging at times. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of do a restart here and dive deeper into your story and just talk about being a student, being involved in high school, college, whatever you've done to help influence your career path. 
Sure. Um, so in high school, one of the biggest things that I was involved in was a group. Um, and it was to meet with other peers and kind of talk about our experiences a little bit more, what we were going through as high school students. Um, so who led that group was actually my guidance counselor. Shout out to Mrs. Hernandez, who actually still works <laughs> at Conant High School. <laughs> um, but it was my guidance counselor who led that group, as well as Mrs. K, who is a social worker. She doesn't work there anymore. But um, yeah, so just being exposed to that group and being able to be with my peers, I kind of was like, wow, I really want to do this. I want to help students like they did. Um, other than that, in high school, I wasn't too involved in too much. And that kind of um, was the case for college, too. So I was at Harper College, and I was a transfer student. But at Harper College, I wasn't really involved. I was more so just interested in working, getting my schoolwork done. I was very academically focused. So I always regretted not getting involved at Harper. I really think it would have benefited me. Um, but then I transferred to Illinois State University and I was like, okay, Michelle, you have to, you know, you know, you want to go into psychology, you have to start getting involved, you have to start kind of exploring that path. Um, so that's exactly what I did. Um, when I did transfer to Illinois State, um, I was involved in a psychology club. It was really cool because I could meet with other transfer students, kind of listen to what their career paths were, where they were headed. Um, I also, as I mentioned, work worked for um, a crisis hotline as a volunteer, Path Crisis Center. Um, that was an unbelievable experience. Um, I did some psych research, which was cool. Um, and then I had um, a few internships. The ones that I wanted to mention uh, were I was a mentor for adolescents at the Ken Kenneth Young Center. And then also, too, I had an adoption internship. So pretty much any anything that I got involved in was to explore the world of psychology to see if I was actually going to be interested in that. Um, and then I'll kind of talk about my story a little bit more later. But then I started having more experiences in college um, during my senior year where I shadowed an academic advisor for a year. And then I was an orientation leader. So I'll tell you why that's important later. <laughs> I'm really glad that you got a chance to explore psychology as you went along, because even when people ask me uh, as a career professional, what can you do with a psychology Agree. It's like, I don't know how to answer this. There's <laughs> right. so many options. <laughs> well, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually had a client that came in and they were in a similar situation. They're, they told me I'm super interested in psychology. That's my major, but I can't get experience and I can't volunteer because I don't have my degree yet. So what can I do? So we kind of sat together and we went through the things that I did and I tried to help the client out by giving them some ideas. Because it's hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, take it from someone that's gone through it, that exploring those paths as a student can help plan your future. Mm -hmm, definitely. So that's your experience, mm -hmm. right? The different ways you've been involved, at least, you know, not necessarily professional experience yet. We'll get there. But before we get there, can you just expand on your educational background? Yeah, sure. Um, so I have an associate in arts degree from Harper College. Um, then I also transferred to Illinois State University where I got a Bachelor of Science degree in psychology. Um, I took a year off because I was applying to grad school. Um, and then after that year off, I earned um, in two years, I earned my Master of Science in College Student Personnel Administration, which is just a fancy word for higher education. <laughs> um, but that was also at Illinois State University. 
All right. So kind of a little traditional path there, just progressing through the education. Mm -hmm. So can you talk about your career path and how that moved forward for you? Yeah, sure. So it was traditional at first, but then it was unexpected. <laughs> kind of similar to your story. Um, but so it was traditional in the sense that I knew I wanted to become a guidance counselor or a social worker, but I was, I really, I think more so a guidance counselor. So I knew from there I had to get my psychology degree and then I had to get a master's. But then I found out I had to teach. And I do better in one-on-one -on -one situations versus in a group setting. So after I found out I had to teach in order to become a gu guidance counselor, I said no. <laughs> so I was like, all right, back to the drawing board. <laughs> um, so then I was like, all right, I don't want to be a guidance counselor anymore. Let's try to be like a social worker or a therapist of some sort. So again, very traditional path. I get my Bachelor of Science degree in psychology. Then I have to get my master's and then you know, it'll all work out. <laughs> um, then I started working at the crisis hotline just to kind of see what it would be like to work with individuals who have mental health concerns. And like I said, I really, I enjoyed the experience. And I thought, I think it taught me so many valuable skills of like problem solving, handling emergency situations, um, just how to work in a team, because you really have to rely on people. When there is an emergency, you have to rely on everybody you know, who's volunteering with you for help. Um, so, but after a while though, with the crisis hotline, I did start to get a little bit burnt out. Um, so I, I reconsidered um, counseling as a field. It was actually funny. My friend Gina, she, <laughs> she also wanted to become a counselor and she was going to go get her master's degree in counseling, but then she had a change of heart and I kind of just followed her on her path <laughs> Um, so she was interested in higher education. Um, so I also was interested in that. Um, but before I kind of got there, I was able to shadow an academic advisor for a whole year just to kind of see what specifically he did in his job, what he liked about it, the challenges that he had, and just kind of what the day-to-day -day looked like. And I, I had always been very academically focused. I was really good at academics. So I was like, okay, maybe being an academic advisor, you know, I'll like it. Um, so I really did enjoy shadowing him. And what took it a step further and kind of pushed me into higher education even more was I ended up becoming um, an orientation leader at uh, Illinois State University. So it's funny because... Um, this was the unexpected part, right? So it was my senior year and I was like, okay, don't want to do counseling anymore. What else can I do during my senior year right before I'm graduating? Um, so, so yeah, so job, the job shadow came at the perfect time. And then um, after I'd graduated from Illinois State, after the job shadow experience, I was able to get um, a job as an orientation leader at ISU. And that really just confirmed the fact that I loved working with college students. Um, shout out to the preview program at Illinois State University as well. Um, but it was just so fun to be engaged with students. They all had very cool stories. And um, I just loved learning about kind of where they were at with their journeys, helping them transition to a new campus, a new environment. It was so exciting. So I was like, all right, I want to do this like for the rest of my life then. <laughs> um, so that's when I decided to take that year off. Um, I decided I needed to go back to get my master's degree at Illinois State. Um, and then from there, I after I graduated, 
I was an academic advisor at Illinois State. Then I was a navigator at College of DuPage. And then now I'm a career specialist. So my path took some twists and turns. <laughs> I was just going to say, kind of twisting and turning, weaving there, you know, by getting exposure to different things and mm-hmm. really learning from each of those different pieces of exposure and like, oh, this is what it's like. Eh, maybe it's not for me or oh, mm-hmm. this sounds interesting. Let me explore this. And it's great that uh, through all those twists and turns, you mm-hmm. could see glimpse of where you want to be going. And then it's brought you here. And I hope you're happy here. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, and I'll tell you why I like my job in a minute. Oh, go ahead. Go okay, I'll tell right you now. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I really love what I do because, first of all, I am very detail-oriented and I really get to use my skills as a career specialist because I, it's going to sound dorky, but I love it. I love editing resumes. Like, I look forward to it so much. And it's great because, again, I, I get to use my attention to detail in order to do that. So it's exciting when I get to do that. <laughs> um, I also love helping people and I love sharing resources with students and clients and just kind of meeting them where they're at. I know it can be really nerve wracking jumping into a career or trying to explore your career path. So it's really refreshing just helping them and again, just meeting them where they're at um, and just reassuring them that it's going to be okay. You'll find something and I'll help you do that, you know, but also just helping them can kind of become familiar with like new avenues to explore a career path or how to secure a job and internship. So that's always been fun. Um, And then lastly, I love working with our team, our supervisor. Um, You all have been so supportive and it's just such a collaborative environment. So that's why I love working here. (laughs) Well, I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear that joy you have for your work. And I mean, I think that's a good uh, shout out just for career services as a potential career path. Not many people think of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're kind of lost, but you like those conversations, helping people, very detail oriented, maybe you like editing resumes as Michelle (laughs) does, then look into career services. (laughs) So uh, before we wrap up here, I have a question just about your background, your mentors, the people that have been there um, to help you go down this career path. Anyone you want to talk about, share? Yeah, there's a lot of people. (laughs) And I am so thankful for all of those people in my life that just, you know, when I was lost, they truly helped me figure out what my path was. Um, They really changed my life. So I have a few people I want to shout give a shout out to. Um, I already gave a shout out to Mrs. Hernandez um, and Miss Kay as well. But, you know, they helped me along that path of just trying to figure out, okay, do I want to be a social worker? Do I want to be a guidance counselor? So love that. Um, And they're awesome. Um, Also, too, um, I just wanted to share that a faculty member which again, I think you shared in your story, a faculty member actually brought in Path Crisis Center to our classroom to like teach us about what they did and they were actually recruiting volunteers. So that's how I learned about Path Crisis Center. So I'm very grateful for that faculty member um, and for who presented to us to just learn about that information and be able to get that opportunity and experience. Um, I do want to give a shout out also to Dave Pletcher. So he was the academic advisor at ISU who allowed me to shadow him for a whole year. And um, I want to give him a shout out because if it wasn't for him, 
I would not know what I was doing with my life. (laughs) Um, I was so lost. Like I said, senior year, I was kind of scared. I was graduating. Okay, what am I going to do now? And he really took me under his wing. He, you know, encouraged me to get a master's degree. He's like, hey, you got to do this. And, you know, he was a reference for me um, as a preview guide when I was um, applying to be an orientation leader or a preview guide, as they're called. Um, so what, I want to give him a shout out. Um, also, I want to give the preview program a shout out too. So MJ, Corey Burgess, um, they gave me the opportunity to be an orientation leader and to find out that I loved higher education. So, um, And then because there's so many people at these institutions, I'm not going to name every name, but I did want to shout out departments. <laughs> um, so for um, Heartland Community College Advisement, I wanted to shout them out because they gave me my first experience in grad school as an academic advisor. And for that, I will be forever grateful. And then also University College as well. There's too many people to name, but I, I just want to let everyone know I'm so thankful for you as well. So just uh, for all our listeners to realize, you could have an impact on people. And Michelle, it's great hearing the list of those names, those different departments, those different influences. So as you're moving forward, just for our listeners, remember, there's people that you're impacting that you may not realize it. Um, So thank you to all those that have helped me, that have helped Michelle, that has helped us move forward. Um, So one last question for you, Michelle. All right. You know what's coming. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're in the winter seasons. We're not going outside too much, but you are still a uh, Frisbee golfing indoors league. Yes. Um, but what are you watching right now? Okay. So I'm current. I'm in a, I'm on a struggle bus because I don't really, I don't know. I'm trying to find a show. Um, I did see something on, I think it was Netflix or Hulu. Well, I can't remember, but it's called the Midnight Club. I don't know if I told you all about it, but I think it's about um, this girl who gets sick and then she's sent away somewhere. And then um, they like the kids at the clinic that she's at, they go into this basement and they like, I don't know if they do a seance or something, but that's right up my alley. (laughs) So so I'm excited to watch that. Um, I'm not going to lie. This is my guilty pleasure. I love reality TV currently trying to find something to watch because I've finished all of my shows. (laughs) So that's where I'm at for the winter. (laughs) Well, uh, Midnight Club, is that what you said it was? Yeah, I think it's called the Midnight Club. So, Well, that definitely sounds like that's feeding into your horror (laughs) interest there. Uh, But Michelle's stuck. So if any of our (laughs) listeners have suggestions for her on something to be taken in, go ahead and let us know what you're watching and give Michelle some recommendations. Yeah, I'm open to it, please, because I need something to watch for these next two weeks. (laughs) Thank you, Michelle, for that wonderful insight to your story, your path. And thank you to all our listeners for joining us with this episode. Um, We will uh, not be answering a listener question this episode, but I want to remind everyone, if you have a question for us to answer in the future episode, you can submit that by emailing careerpodcast at cod.edu. And be sure to join us for our next episode as we start season two of the Career Ready Podcast.